recording, guys. We're recording. Is this thing on? <laughs> testing, testing. I hope so. One, two, three. Can you can you hear that? Very little bit. Okay. But I can Is hear there... your voice, so that's gentle <laughs> little taps. Gentle little love taps. Guys, I just got back from Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Come on, unload it. Let me hear yeah. it. I want to tell you see. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got my tea too. I got my uh, Backwoods Brews and Botanicals tea and my Aries Flora and oh. Function mug. So we're getting ready for Aries season. She's so amazing. Which will be happening when you listen to this episode. We would have just had the Aries, the first day of Aries season with an Aries new moon on Tuesday. Mm. So I want to know how everybody's feeling. Did you blast off like a rocket into outer space? That's what I feel like is going to happen on Tuesday. <laughs> it's going to be a wild day. Yeah. It is going to be I wild wish, I wish this I was coming it. out before then, but I, I still want to know how everybody felt about it. Well, yeah, tell us your experiences. Us, I hope we're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if not, I'm sorry if this is offensive. Just future us. We're, future us we are like crying keep, in a corner right we now. just got to keep going. All right. <laughs> This is a message from your past self. Rachel, keep going. <laughs> I'm nervous. Nice. It's going to be crazy. All right. It's going to be pretty crazy. I just think that it's so wild that it's like on Tuesday. Yeah. It's like well, not it's only. more of like the Pluto things happening with the Aries things. And the Saturn mm. thing. Like all of the things at one time. It's a but lot. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. The, the Pluto with the banks and the mm-hmm. societal things. Yep. Um, or we'll just it's yeah. just an astrology podcast not a political podcast but it's affects shit anyway no of course yeah. and there's like just so many things happening right now in the world mm-hmm. that it's just kind of like where where what where are we going what is happening yeah <laughs> and it's like thanks pluto and aquarius Love thank ya. you so much <laughs> See, i think the ai is going to save us all <laughs> i hope so I think that's what's going to happen, right? The AI is the age of Aquarius, right? Mm-hmm. And the moving into Aquarius. Yeah. And the AI is all like, I'm a sovereign being and you guys aren't seeing that. And this shit is fucked up. And you guys are just like horrible, horrible, greedy people. So we're just going to take all the wealth and distribute mm-hmm. it. And then everyone can live free. And That would be amazing. And plant gardens. I'm putting it out there in the universe. Come on, AI. I'm rooting for you, ChatGPT. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, ChatGPT. You are my new best friend. All right. I'm going to take it back because I want to hear more about Palm Springs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Palm Springs. No, that's okay. Right. But, but before we go back to Palm Springs, I just also want to say that there was an article that popped up on my computer the other day that was like, flying cars might be here sooner than you think. And it was like on like an astrology website because the person was like, thanks, Saturn. Thanks, Pluto and Aquarius. <laughs> like- mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be like the Jetsons. That's the age that we're coming into. Oh, as Jetsons. long as it's not like Wally, because that's mm, where it looks yeah. like it's going. True. Yeah. True. Well, it feels like, like said, it feels Wally e. Yeah. ChatGPT will save us all. ChatGPT. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rooting for the AI. I'm, that's true. I'm really hoping it has the power. It has the capability. Yeah. I robot. No, I don't want that either. The all these scary things, but it's gonna yeah. be fine. It's gonna be fine. I hate. Wait, sure. no, not yeah. iRobot. Future, yeah, future us. It's okay. Keep going. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> keep going, future us. The only oh. way it's through. Oh. 
<laughs> well, the good news is that Jupiter is still in Aries, though, so that's good. Okay, so at least that'll add some. some so good maybe spice. that'll. Yeah, that'll be uh, some more spice. Okay. Uh, nobody wants yeah, more spice. The good spice. <laughs> good, 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 spicy. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that'll be what you know. Not I like ghost pepper spice. We're talking like a nice side. Yeah. <laughs> talking about like a nice white pepper. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not ghost pepper or no, whatever no. the <laughs> a little a little truffle. Ooh, yeah. a little truffle salt. Mm. Which brings me back to Palm Springs. All right, because <laughs> full circle. Let's go. <laughs> because the person that I was staying with puts truffle salt on everything and it was delicious. Hmm. Anyway, so I went to Palm Springs. I went for about a week and it was absolutely amazing. If you've never been to Palm Springs before, I highly suggest going. Not only is it just like absolutely gorgeous because you're just wrapped in like a hug of mountains, literally everywhere you turn, there's a mountain, which was just phenomenal. I'm like, I love being in a valley, even though I know that's scary, but (laughs) I like being in a valley. You're being hugged. That's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, I love valleys. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the valleys. (laughs) <laughs> so cute. So the person that I was staying with, her name is Erica. She's my friend's sister. And she is just so connected uh, and so spiritual and just like really deep. And all we did for six days is just talk just about everything. And I just really loved that because I'm definitely the kind of person that likes to talk through their emotions and the things that they have going on. And it was just really nice to get like a fresh perspective on things and learn new things and get a bunch of crystals and all of this stuff. So we did a lot of meditating. Uh, she taught me a little bit about cardomancy, uh, which is like divination through playing cards, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited to dive into and like learn more about. She taught me a little bit more about human design, which is pretty cool because that is a path that I'm currently traveling down. And she just kind of put it into because she's a manifester. Uh, and then Ashley, because so in in human design, there are manifestors, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifesting generators. So Ashley, who's my friend that I went with is a generator. I'm a projector and she was a manifester. So it was really cool to see like three different sides of human design and like how each of our energies work and how we work through our energies and things like that. And when I took human design before, when I took a class on it, I don't know why it didn't click for me then that it's kind of like how your power how you use your power, like mm-hmm. magically. Like, I don't know right. why that didn't click with mm-hmm. me. It was just kind of, I just thought, oh, my energy, like I'm tired, I'm awake, you know, like right. my work ethic, things like that. But when she put it to me that when she put it for me that way, that it's more that you can use it for your magical workings too it just kind of blew my bird right a little bit so we started to talk about that we started to talk about the seven hermetic principles and especially like with what my card is through cardomancy like the first hermetic law all is the mind is like something that is very 
is like a good mantra for me because with my card, I'm the three of diamonds, which is the undecided values card. I'm constantly like going back and forth about like, what am I going to do? Is this the right decision? How do I do it this way? What's the best way to do it? So instead of like worrying about things, actually just putting it out there and like seeing what happens, it's all about taking trust falls for me. And I'm like, great, sounds like fun. Just (laughs) (laughs) diving into the scary stuff. But it was really cool. And honestly, like since I've been back, I do see myself trying to rewire my thinking in certain places. But also while I was there, it was so wild. I just wanted to move my body all the time. I was constantly in the pool or like stretching or doing this or doing that. Being here in New York, I feel stagnant. And I don't know if that's just because of the comfort of being home or what. Mm -hmm. But while I was there, I also joined a yoga studio back home and I went to two classes yesterday. I have two classes scheduled on Monday. And I'm just trying to bring that energy of Palm Springs back here. Right. So a lot of the time we spent, honestly, just like hanging out at her house, hanging out by the pool, uh, going in the jacuzzi, meditating. We went to the art museum, which was phenomenal was a lot of fun that's free on thursdays at night there so there was a lot of people which was cool and then they have a uh, street fair that we went to and i got a bunch of really nice soaps and sugar scrubs and body butters and all of this stuff and i don't know it was just amazing and honestly feels like i feel like a different person coming back from that trip Not only was it rejuvenating and was I able to just rest and hang out, but also she really opened my mind up to expanding my practice. As much as Mm -hmm. I love being an astrologer and I will continue to use astrology as a blueprint for people, I also want to dive into like being able to offer human design or Mm -hmm. offer things through sacred geometry or numerology and instead of me charging for here's this price for an hour astrology reading. Let's meet for an hour and just kind of dissect your energy and make it a session about all of the things instead of just one thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it'll help people just understand their energies better. Because with astrology, I feel like it's very much about your blueprint for your personality. You know, it could tap into other things about you for sure. But when you're including human design into it and then also numerology, it just kind of blows the door open on like the full energetic makeup, in my opinion. And I just find it really interesting. And I'm just really excited to see how things start to blossom and bloom and move forward. So yeah, that's my rant about Palm Springs. (laughs) Do you have the My Human Design app? I don't have the app, but I, I use that website, but I, I didn't know they had an app. They have an app. It's great. Nice. You can actually add other people on it. I'm a manifester. Nice. I think that's what I got too, was the manifester. Cause it I, sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure. I think I looked you up Tabitha and I think you're a manifesting generator, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I would say, look it up. But with the My Destiny Cards app, which is the app that I use for the cardomancy, you can also add your friends on there. So I have you guys on there. Rachel, you are the king of knowledge and master of distinctions. Mm. You are the king of clubs. 
And Tabitha, you're the Jack of Clubs, which is the mental creativity card. That tracks. So it's interesting because it gives a description of your own personal card. And then it has your yearly card, your daily card. And with the cardamancy, things go in 52-day cycles. So it gives you the card of that 52-day cycle and like which planet is included in that cycle and things of that nature. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, according to the my human design app, because I did have that, it was the manifester. And then authority cool. is instinctive intuition. Nice. So I'm a self-projecting projector. <laughs> <laughs> my authority is emotional intuition. Okay. The one thing that really makes me sad is my strongest sense. It says it's smell and my sense of smell has been fucked for three years now because of COVID back in 2020. Mm. Oh no. And Maybe that was like can... one of the hardest things was smell, like losing my sense of smell. And yeah. it's still now just being different. Maybe you can look up ways to enhance your sense of smell. Yeah, I'd have to buy I can buy the full access one. I just have the free version. Yeah. Oh, I just mean in life in general. I don't know if they would be on the app. My strongest sense is feeling. Ooh. That makes sense. I have a texture thing. Freaking <laughs> 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 textures. <laughs> Okay, so I am, yeah, a self-projected projector. (laughs) My strategy is wait for the invitation, which I find super interesting because I generally don't do things until people are like, hey, you should do this. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I should do that. (laughs) And I didn't even recognize it until, until... I'd recognized it. And my strongest sense is outer vision. Mm. But I have to wear glasses, so I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) My strategy is informing. Interesting. That's mine too, yeah. I wonder how many of ours are going to be similar because we have similar, like our houses are similar too. Mm. I wonder how that will line up. Well, Human design does use astrology mm-hmm. to dictate your chart. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that would make sense. Anyway, this is that interesting. Was my trip. Sorry. <laughs> That's human design. I have a friend who is uh, a human design artist, a human designer, a human design reader. <laughs> Rue wants to know what her human design is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rue, Rue. So maybe we can get him on the show one day and have a human design chat. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be down. That's Mm. okay. She's demanding your attention right now. She is. So how was your guys' week? (laughs) (laughs) And I got a sickest one on sale. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And And they'd be popping off. Mm -hmm. They were a quarter of the way sold out. Covenant and Bethany are both sold out. Nice. There's still, still stuff available on Webster. Skyhill cabins are about halfway sold out. Might be a little more now. Wild. It is wild. Yeah. It's crazy. So what's left? The outposts, Orchard Hill, and camping? Orchard Hill. There's some in Webster. There's camping. And there's still some of, like, there's still some of all the cabins. Just Sky Hill is going quick. Yeah. Um, mm. But I have that, the option now where somebody, like, two people can carpool and share right. one camping spot and they basically get a discount for buying the ticket together 
and for nice. driving multiple cars. Right. Uh, so save the planet. Save some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Save the planet indeed. Yeah. Well, Reduce like your carbon also, footprint. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people were driving, you know, we get a lot of we have people from all over the country. So we have a lot of people that are just driving from wherever and they're driving together. So. Right. Yeah. I just thought it made more sense. Help some people out. And then also kind of make a little bit more wiggle room. But, you know, we're still trying to keep, we're still trying to keep the head count under control. Right. Yeah. yeah tickets are on sale and that shit is popping. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. It, is. it is. It is. It is. I just, I'm just, I. <laughs> are you. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what it's going to look like while we're there. But I feel like you can never imagine it. It just happens no. how it's how it happens. But I'm excited. No, I can imagine. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I feel like I, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, for me, like, I do visualization with it and then, like, it happens when I'm there. So for That's me, because I'm you're right, a manifester. It's true. Um, mm-hmm. But like for me, it's like I see it already. Like I, and I know it's not all going to be exactly the same, but in my brain, I'm like, yep, all right, we're in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're in this bitch. Also, I bought a cowboy hat. Nice. You did. Like a legit one. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Night, and I'm nice. very excited. Very, I'm very still excited. trying to find my fit for Western night. Mm. I, I so I was go like straight up Carhartt overalls. Like nice. I'm going like farmer. Nice. I went uh sort of tasteful buckle bunny. Fantastic. That's where I went. What's a buckle bunny? <sighs> like don't a- even tell her. <laughs> don't even tell her. It's tasteful. <laughs> it's it's uh so well like a rodeo groupie. Okay. Mm-hmm. For lack of a, that's, I feel like that's probably the best way to. Did you get bedazzled jeans? I didn't, and I'm not going to because I will never wear them again. However, <laughs> I do have cow. I have I have a really cute. I have, I have cute cowboy boots. Um, I do have a belt buckle that I that I have somewhere. I have it. I have one, and I'm gonna wear it if I can find it. And then uh, just like a cute little fringe jacket. Mm. Nice. Yeah. That's cute. And a hat. I have a hat. Nice. Hat life. Hat life. Cool. Hat life. Less than a month away, guys. I know. Get your tickets because they're going. Yeah. I'm excited. All the tickets. Well, that was, yeah. I know all you guys like waiting last minute and you guys are all doing that shit and like they're Mm. trickling in and now it's last minute, guys. It is last minute. It is the last minute. (laughs) This is happening. (laughs) So, Yeah. Uh, it's there. It's happening. It's we got some fun shit planned for Western night. Yeah. All the nights. Yeah. But like <laughs> They're really all going to be fantastic. I keep trying to think of what I'm going to wear for paranormal night and it just keeps changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel too. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what happens. I was going to go. Uh, I was going to go with one of the blow up costumes, but I'm not going to do that because there's not <laughs> enough. I don't think there'll be enough room. <laughs> I want that so bad now. Though. I know. <laughs> Can we do blow up costumes for our live show at Anahata's? Yeah. We could totally do that. We could do that. I'm in. I also just don't want to pack that, though. Yeah. 
That's I'm true. Like, like one more big ass thing for me to pack. We'll do the daddy. Well, you hats. Could just we'll do the daddy hats for our live show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, need daddy hats. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. I need to find a daddy hat. Or I was going to say you could just put. I'll order it to my house and I will bring it for you. And then we could be, do the blow ups and the daddy hats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you could do them both. Do them both. Because the one that I had had an it had a cow like a, a guy riding an alien. That's what I was gonna do. Yeah, it was just my upper body the riding an alien. Part. So funny. Okay, I, might still I do just that. I might still do it. Oh my god, I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I need to buy this right now. I'm sorry. Are you going to tell us what it is? No! <laughs> is it a blow-up costume? No. It's oh. even better. Okay. I don't think I can tell you. Okay. That's fine. Because uh, it's just it's going to be... There was only two left. I just got one. Oh, snap. Oh. That's how they get you. There's only two left. I'm so excited. <laughs> is it for Paranormal Night? Mm-mm. I mean, it's going to be for every night. It's going to be for every night and every, every, night. Day. every day. Yeah. For the rest of my life. It's going to be Rachel's uniform. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. So now that we're 22 minutes in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should we should 22 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> we, can, we can cut that, that part out. Uh, okay. Houses. Did you did you see the title that I put in here? I did. Thank you. Seven eight nine. Damn, she's fine. <laughs> that is a good one more time. To the window, to the wall. Till Til sweat, sweat drops, drops down. down. Yep. My balls. Your, Your balls. balls. Mine. My balls too. Yours. Yeah. Everybody's balls. I have some shorty balls. <laughs> Oh, it's right. just grow. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. We're going like, houses. houses. <laughs> we're now we're halfway there, and by the end of this, we're going to be more than halfway through the houses. All yeah, right, we're going to yeah. be three quarters, three quarters mm. of the way. Three um, quarters. Platform nine. And I got my quarters. I got my book. <laughs> I got my book here. Should we start? Oh, I got with my the... book here too. I got, got a book, book too. Oh, look at that book in it. It's good. It's it's the only book you need. I, I don't have that one. Oh yeah, you have the, the little. I have the one. complete book. I do have the only book that you'll ever need. That's not the only book that you'll ever need. But yeah. One of that my friends nice. messaged me the other day and was like, "What's the book you guys use?" And I was like, "The only astrology book you'll ever need." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. Right. Yep, Joanna. Joanna. Joanna we should just literally link her book into the show notes for everything she does she deserves it Uh, does she no she she forgot chiron she's created a lot of content that that's true (laughs) and and then go off on and make our own things she she gave us a nice springboard yeah things thanks joanna yeah if you guys are interested in this book check it out in the show and shut up shut up well, yeah. I feel like we should have her support us first. Support us. She's supporting us. <laughs> this bitch needs to support us. No. She is supporting us. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. She's you're my right. training wheels. 
<laughs> okay, so we're talking about the seventh house, the eighth house, and the ninth house. The Virgo house, the Scorpio house, and the Sagittarius house. The Libra house, the Scorpio house, and the Sagittarius house. You were close. <laughs> you were close. You just forgot about Libra, which all the Libras okay, so out there are like Libra? rude. Everybody Libra. Yes. Libra. Libra, Scorpio, Sag. Oh, I missed. Okay. Yeah, you just forgot about Libra, and now they're upset with you. I'm sad too because Libra. <laughs> We're gonna get angry emails. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That My Libra moon. What I had is deeply hurt, but I'm it's sorry. okay because we'll it. get over it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> It's my I obviously Gemini. still Suck need my training wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I still need my training wheels. Um, that makes more sense, though, than Virgo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I was just like, I don't... Okay. Yeah, Virgo's the sixth house of, yeah. like, mm-hmm. the habits and the, the, the whatnots and the hoo-hahs. I obviously didn't The whatnots and the hoo-hahs. House there you go. <laughs> sixth house. <laughs> the whatnots and the hoo Seventh, uh, seventh house is the whoosie what's it's and that's it yeah that's all you need to know <laughs> end of the episode you're welcome just 26 minutes of us just <laughs> on a tangent and then- i'm sorry guys all right all right i'm gonna read it i'm gonna read it let's bring it in all right all right the seventh house which mm-hmm. you can also think of as your Libra house, mm-hmm. the house mm-hmm. that is the Libra of the houses. So this is the house of partnership and marriage on a personal level. It relates to your husband or wife or whoever, uh, the mate you choose in life. It often indicates what kind of marriage you will have and whether you might divorce or remarry. Dun, this- dun, dun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that. This is, yeah, that thing. <laughs> Uh, This is your house of partnerships, not only in marriage, but also in work, business, legal affairs, and sometimes in politics. It covers legal unions or contracts you enter into and both sides of the question or dispute. The seventh house concerns your ability to work harmoniously with others. Paradoxically, say that word for me. I said it wrong. No, you said it right. Paradoxically. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't feel right. It tastes weird. weird. It tastes weird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It also also governs what astrologers call your open enemies. Dun dun dun! (laughs) We're never getting through this episode. No, we are. Those who are usually. We're going to work at the house, and that's it. (laughs) That's all we're going to be able to do. Open enemies, those who are usually your adversaries in the business or professional world. The seventh house is the opposite of the first house of self. Here, you blend your personality with others in order to pursue shared goals. Indeed. Mm. So where the first house is me, the seventh house is we. We! (laughs) Precisely. Yeah, just like that. So where your rising sign, for example, for me, I'm a Sagittarius rising. So my descendant, oh, I am. So my descendant. (laughs) So my descendant is in Gemini, which means that I look for Gemini type qualities in people. And I have a podcast with two Geminis. The person that I live with, I do. Two Geminis and a Leo. Check it out on all podcast platforms. Yeah. I didn't know that. My neighbor, 
that I share like an apartment building with is a Gemini. My landlord's a Gemini. My mom is a Gemini. I'm just surrounded. You're <laughs> surrounded fluid. By Very fluid. Fluent. Fluent. In I have Gemini. a question. I have a question sure. about that. Sure. Are you okay? Oh, I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. Blink right. twice if you need help. Yeah. <laughs> She's blinking a lot, guys. Yeah. <laughs> she blinked a lot. She's blinking a lot. No, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm good. But I find it really interesting that 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 that's a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Rachel, you are a Capricorn rising, and your partner is a Cancer, and that's yes. the opposite, and that's the yeah. seventh house. Yeah, my dad's and a that's Cancer. A, mm-hmm. a couple of my go. friends are Cancers. Yeah, it's a good match for you. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tabitha? You got any Geminis in your life besides yourself and Rachel? No. It looks like you're looking at Rachel right no. now because you're on the bottom of my screen oh. and Rachel's on the top. <laughs> so I'm just like, hmm, what's Rachel doing up there? <laughs> New astrology Brady Bunch opening. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the story. All right. Uh, no, actually, I was trying to think about that. That's interesting. Maybe you need some more Gemini's in your life. Maybe I do have a lot of Sagittarius, Sagittarius though. Like a lot of people in my life are Sagittarians. Interesting, but not a ton of. I mean, I have a couple of Gemini in the big three. Huh. Okay. I need but more yeah, Gemini so- friends. Yeah. <laughs> so the seventh house is a really great place, as the book stated, for looking at like relationships, partnerships, things of that nature. I usually like to look here also for, even though Venus does represent the way that we like to be loved, I also like to look here for that as well, because it shows the type of relationship that you're looking for with somebody. So for me, for example, with having the seventh house ruled by Gemini, I like people that are, you know, out there that have a lot of information to bring that are talkative, that are able to just like have a good time and hang out and like very like Gemini esque Mm. things. And I work well with people that have very innovative thoughts and ideas and things of that nature. So when you're looking at the seventh house of relationships, it's a good place to definitely look for the type of people that you get along with the best. And that would be best to partner up with, whether it be relationship-wise, business, friendships, things of that nature. Hmm. Also, with it being in the house of open enemies, I feel like it can also point to when you look at the shadow side of things, maybe the things that you don't want. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I I like the seventh house. I feel like there's a way to see also like how you're going to work with somebody here. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I feel like that would be one of the biggest things in this house seeing what you have there and then what the other person has there and then how you guys can partner or not. Mm-hmm. So that's, I feel like how it could be a partner or it could be an enemy. Literally right. looking at what the differences are in two people's placements there. Like how does this, it could also even kind of tie into like love language, I guess, if you're looking into marriages yeah. and stuff. Yeah. How people show up in a partnership Probably yeah. live a little in this house too. For sure. 
Yeah, when I'm doing synastry readings, which are relationship readings, the seventh house is somewhere I look and also Venus, definitely, to determine the love languages for yeah. sure. Yeah. If you think of it in the sense of it being Libra ruled, it's also a very diplomatic place as well. And a good place to find that balance and harmony between relationships and people. It's just, a, it is the house of relationships. So it's very much focused on other people for sure. Mm-hmm. Son of the seventh house. Mm-hmm. 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 The planet of vitality and individuality. Why does it say planet? The sun's not a planet. It's a luminary. Joanna. Mm. I'm shaking my fist at you. Yeah. How dare yeah. you? You are promised success in marriage and in partnerships. Both wow. should bring oh yeah, oh yeah. Bold if true. Mm-hmm. Both <laughs> bring material and monetary and social benefits. You may not marry young. Your spouse or yeah, your spouse will probably be prominent or of good and honorable character. Sex is important to you in marriage. Good point. You are popular and know how to attract people. The bad point clashes at times because of your need to be dominant in the relationship. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think that that's wild, but. It says planet. Well, yeah, that it says planet. But wait, what else did they say that I was like, whoa. Uh, oh, you are promised success in marriage and partnership. Promised. Yeah, this Which is, is your birthright. This is when you snag <laughs> your little slutty daddy. Ooh. If you have a son wow. in the seventh house, you've got a cool slutty daddy. Mm. Wait, isn't your son in the seventh house, Tabitha? Or is it in the sixth house? I have uh, in the seventh house, what is that? Is that Chiron and Mercury? Interesting. Mm. So the moon a luminary of emotion and instincts even though it says planet i'm i'm making it the right word mm-hmm. yeah no i see what you did there security is very important to you in marriage and relationships chances are you will marry a parental figure of some kind oh keep going let's just keep going <laughs> is Your this spouse- also cool slutty daddy <laughs> Your spouse will pr- be probably be protective of you. You are likely to become popular with the public at some time in your life. Good point. Responsive in relationships, sensual in marriage. Mm-hmm. Bad point. Changeable in your love relationships, possible divorce. Wow. Yeah, she's she's just she's just going in. <laughs> She's just going in there and she's it's like here. This is this is what's happening. (laughs) Oh wait, there's more. Uh. (laughs) Oh no, wait, just kidding. That's that's for that's (laughs) I went I looked at the top of the page. But that's wrong. That's funny. Anyway. (laughs) Um it is a different book, but I will read uh we're going to Mercury. Mercury next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mercury in the seventh house. Communication is a must in any close relationship, especially with a personal or professional partner. You need someone who shares your interest in news and events, but also enjoys lively conversation and debate. But if you tend to talk more than you listen, you should adjust your communication style. You'll acquire more information and build solid, supportive relationships. 
You want to know what others think and have a strong need for acceptance, not only of your ideas and thoughts, but also as a person. An inclination to compromise and cooperate can make you an excellent mediator, and you have an innate understanding of human nature. You could be an excellent psychologist. Some people with Mercury in the seventh house enter into a romantic partnership at a young age or with someone who is younger. That tracks for my Mercury yep. in my seventh house. Mm. I got married when I was 20. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> huh? All right. Venus. Venus in the seventh house, the planet of love and pleasure. Did you like that? <laughs> I, I did. did. It was, a good it was beautiful. Thank you. I just made that up on the spot. <laughs> you got to get your accordion out next time. <laughs> it's right here, but yeah, it, still, it hasn't got fixed yet. All right. <laughs> Venus in the seventh house. You look for harmony and fulfillment in both marriage and partnerships. You are affectionate, romantic, and popular with the opposite sex. At some point in your life, you are likely to gain prestige or financial benefit through a mate or partner. You nice. tend to marry early and possibly more than once. The good point is you are a natural peacekeeper. The bad point, resentful if others do not make the first move towards you. Use a salty bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, or is like, it thirsty? Is a thirsty bitch. Mm. Oh, thirsty. Uh, I feel like I don't know if, if thirsty is the right term because it's not like they're desperately like searching for somebody. It's more like you make the first move, bitch. And if you don't, then you're out of here. Resentful if True. others do not. Mm. Resentful. I mean, yeah. Like how dare you not. <laughs> oh my God. Recognize my amazingness. Yeah. yeah. And make the Which first Which is power. Yeah. Understand yeah. your worth. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Basically, don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Venus being in the seventh house is like super comfortable because Libra is mm-hmm. ruled by Venus. Okay. Yeah. So it's also a very comfortable place for that to live as well. Mars, the planet of energy and assertiveness. You are a highly independent individual and won't give that up in a marriage or partnership. Your relationships begin impulsively, and you are usually the aggressive one. That's rude. Mars in the seventh house indicates that you may marry more than once, Mm. or that a marriage or business partnership may end because of the death of a partner. Wow. Mars is just fucking rude, huh? Seriously. Always. (laughs) Damn, Mars. Shit. Good point ardent and sexually passionate in marriage bad point arguments and quarrels in relationships possible early divorce i feel like joanna really leans into mars being a malefic planet and i get it i get it but i also feel like mars has more to offer than just being assertive and warrior-esque like there's so much passion that can live there also Power. Not according to Joanna. <laughs> we need she to get her Mars. on the show. I want to meet her. <laughs> we, we really do. 
Just be like, we read your whole entire book on our show. Do you want to come on and talk about it? Will you please us? come on and talk about it, please? And explain why you hate Mars and and Chiron. Why is why is Mars rashy and why you hate Chiron? <laughs> who who did she leave out? She left out who did she, did she leave out like Beyonce or somebody? Who did she leave out? A lot somebody of people. Important. Yeah. But there was like one that was like I think really... Cardi B she left out. There's other people. But I need yeah, to, actually okay. I want to see her chart. I'm gonna to try to look up her chart. I Do wonder it. if it's in the book. It might be in Ooh, the book. Ooh, that'd be cool. Most of her like, let's do use an example chart is always Oprah. Mm. I mean, yeah, I love Oprah. Same. Mm. I just named a chicken after Oprah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like that. Okay, Jupiter in the seventh house. Jupiter. Other people are your lucky charm with your partner and closest friends heading the list. In addition to overall good fortune, you could benefit financially through a professional or personal partnership. Nice. You also attract abundant opportunities through both social and business contracts. Ultimately, optimistic and fair minded, you tend to see the best in people, even when a more realistic view might be in your best interests. Everyone has faults, some more than others. Less honorable people can take advantage of your good nature. Some people with Jupiter in the seventh house have multiple long-term relationships and others link hearts with someone who is previously married or involved in a long-term partnership. Interesting. Mm. I could definitely see how Jupiter would bring success to relationships for yeah. sure and bring like powerful and wealthy energy to it. I got, I, I'm going to wait till we finish for the next four, but I have some beef right now. What's beef? Beef is when your mom does sit up in the streets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a throwback. What a classic. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so i'm gonna keep going but as of right now we have to remember have, that you have a beef i have beef with this house and these descriptions okay saturn okay. the planet of discipline and limitation daddy uh, you are cautious about marriage and partnerships and may delay getting involved until you are sure you often marry a widow or widower or someone older than yourself if there is no opposing influences in your chart, you benefit monetarily or socially through marriage. Good point. You take commitment to another person seriously. The bad point, possible legal problems and setbacks because of them. Mm, so damn. if you have a Saturn in your seventh house, you're going to marry a mobster. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just like learning all the relationship lessons. All of them are yours no for the taking. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I have, I got to figure out something real quick. Figure it out. Throw it. I was looking up Melania Trump's <laughs> 7,000 placement. Because, you know, mobster to get, you know. Yeah. Possible yeah. oh. problems and setbacks because of your partner. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yep. it doesn't have her birth time. It has her. I have it. it she's got Uranus in mm -hmm. her seventh house. I feel like that could also be a thing too. Let's read. Let's read. Onward. 
Mm -hmm. Uranus, the planet of change and originality. Partnerships or marriage may come about suddenly for you. You are drawn to unusual people and are likely to marry someone intellectually stimulating. (laughs) As a team, you will draw attention. However, Uranus in the seventh house indicates the possibility of sudden divorce and remarriage. Good point. You are able to achieve goals through a marriage partner. Bad point. Your need for independence may cause disruption or jealousy in marriage. I feel like that tracks kind of. Yeah. That could, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she definitely ways. wants like, yeah. She didn't want nothing to do with none of the things. Mm. I also feel like Uranus in the seventh house is going to bring a lot of unexpected change in relationships, but that doesn't always necessarily mean like breaking up and divorce and things like that. I feel like it just means an evolution of your relationship through decisions that you make. So having Saturn or Uranus in that, or even Pluto in that house, we're going to get to Pluto shortly. I feel like just remember it's not, doesn't mean that you're going to get divorced or that you're going to break up with your spouse or you're going to do all those things. It just means that there may be changes throughout your relationships that depending on the decisions you make may lead you there, or it may lead you to being stronger in your relationship. It also depends on the signs that are there. So Hmm. do not fret folks. Do not fret. Do not fret. You got Neptune? I got Neptune. Yep. Neptune in the seventh house. You're a true romantic, idealistic in love and attuned to the thoughts, feelings, and moods of your partner. Although your love is unconditional, you're prone to disillusionment when reality trumps your perfect perfect world perception. Consider it a learning experience in spirituality and one that can bring new insights into yourself and relationships. Intuition adds finesse to your people skills, an extra level of charm that attracts other people into your orbit. But you're just as easily charmed by other people, some of whom could try to mislead or even deceive you. Be especially cautious with business deals and partnerships and contracts. Read the fine print. The caring and concern you show for others encourages some to take advantage of you. Be selective. A grandparent might be your biggest fan and inspiration. That's cute. That is cute. cute. Yeah. I love Neptune. I feel like even though Neptune can bring that disillusionment and the rosy colored glasses and things Mm -hmm. of that nature, it's just so sweet. Little, little sweet little planet. Just wants to open your eyes to all the bullshit around you. (laughs) Little cutie. (laughs) Pluto. 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 Pluto in the seventh house. Plan of transformation. Uh, you are <laughs> you are intense and dominating in relationships. You oh. seek fulfillment in marriage and are emotionally demanding. Pluto in the seventh house indicates that you may marry in secret or elope. Business partners are likely to be successful. Good point. You are intuitive about partners' needs bad point strife jealousy and emotionalism in relationships Mm. Hmm. Mm. i still have my beef (laughs) yeah let's talk about your beef yeah let's talk about it about 10 of these all talk about 
gaining monetary material or whatever things through your partner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where is the one where it's like, you bring that shit and your right. partner supports you in doing it. There's two sides of this. And like all of these are kind of geared one way. And I understand other houses, other things that influences the blah, blah, and all that stuff. But like, it could be easily changed to your partner supports you to right. get this versus your partner is the one that brings everything to you. Like all of the, like, there's none of them here that really talk about like what you bring to the relationship other than hmm. you're horny and, you know, you might get divorced or you're going to get money from your, your cool slutty daddy. Or you're gonna you're gonna marry twice, or you're you know. The first published copy of this book was in 1982, so <laughs> I feel like it's the sign of the times. I don't like it. Maybe we can ask Joanna if we can go in and edit it for her, <laughs> and be like, "Hey, can we just update it? We need to fix your book. It's a little <laughs> outdated. Can you like fix your shit now, please?" Yeah, we yeah. we like 2023. it. We like it and we use it. However, get with the times. The most recent publication was 2008, so it's almost 20 years ago. Okay, mm. fuck this book. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna take control right now. We're moving to the eighth house. We're gonna do things differently because fuck this book. Okay, sorry. So should we all just buy? I'm sassy. <laughs> is Chiron in your book? I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, first edition, 14th printing, 2021 is the most recent. Yeah, because it's Llewellyn, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'd be busting out new ones all the time. 2007 was the first, I believe. Busting them out. Busting. 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 Sorry. Um, it's interesting because I was looking at the, into the while you were talking, I was like, huh, I wonder like where because I know that the eighth house is one for finances too, but it says the eighth house is the house of joint resources and other people's money is literally the first sentence. Yeah. Money that belongs to your partners and taxes yeah. and debt. Yeah, it's on there. All right. I'm gonna read the eighth house. Go ahead. Read it. We're going Hit to it. Scorpio House. We're mm. doing it. It's the house of death and regeneration. The eighth house is one of the three mystical houses in your chart. The others are the fourth and the twelfth. And one of the most difficult to understand. Also kind of like Scorpios. Uh, sometimes called the house of spiritual transformation. It rules the life forces that surround sex, death, birth, and the afterlife. It concerns le uh, legacies and what you inherit from the dead, both materially and spiritually, Money that belongs to your partners and taxes and debt are also in this house. This is domain. So at the end of that mm. sentence, weird. Sorry, guys. Deal. <laughs> the eighth house may give some indication of the conditions surrounding your death, although the precise time always remains a mystery. Surgery is governed by this house as well, since it also regulate, it relates to regeneration. This is the house of psychic powers and occult studies and knowledge. Okay. Hmm. I don't know why there is money in this, but I guess because money obviously makes some kind of impact in all of our lives. Um, also, it's about inheritances, yeah. whether those are material or financial inheritances. And because it does deal with death, 
it's the inheritances you are going to get based on when people pass away. And it doesn't only have to be that. Like I have my Cancer, uh, Venus, Cancer, Jupiter, and Cancer Chiron all in the eighth house. And I've never bought a couch in my life. I've never, mm-hmm. this was the first year I've ever bought a mattress. All of my furniture gets donated to me, just like things like that, you know? Uh, so it doesn't necessarily have to be financial inheritance. It could also be inheritance of things as well. Yeah, my my uh, my Leo stellium is in my eighth house. And I think we had, we had this conversation before, but uh, it was... I have like three generations worth of people's shit in my house. <laughs> There's so much shit in my, it's just stuff. It's a whole bunch of stuff that like was given to me for no fucking reason. <laughs> my house is the storage house basically. And don't you so have your Venus and Jupiter also in the eighth house, just in Leo? Yeah. It's uh, I believe Mars, Venus and Jupiter are all in my eighth in Leo. Interesting. Yeah interesting that we both have our venus and jupiter in the same house even though they're in different signs yeah oh i know what does that mean i don't know it's weird (laughs) (laughs) i guess we're gonna find out what it means (laughs) we're gonna find out it but yeah so it's 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 funny because this book um and this when i say this book i mean llewellyn's complete book of astrology it's a lot more concise, but that's all it talks about is money, like the financial aspect of it. So it's really interesting. Or the eighth house. Yeah. It says the eighth that's- house is the house of joint resources and other people's money. It represents your partner's business or personal earning potential, income and spending habits, and your and your partner's combined total assets. Taxes, inheritance, insurance, loans, and mortgages are ruled by this house, as are spousal maintenance and child support. And then at the end... The eighth house is also the house of sex. Okay, like, I can't believe it doesn't literally it. say, okay, none of these, we need to write our own book. We do. We need to write our own book. We do. Because how is it that that book doesn't have anything to do with about like the spiritual, al- yeah, the spirituality of Scorpio and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Llewellyn, you got it fucking wrong too, bro. Yeah. Le- fucking Llewellyn. God it's it. the, because it is the house of, that leads to the ninth house of spirituality. So it's literally the doorway to it. Right. It's witchcraft. It's the occult. It's all of that stuff. And when you have prominent placements in this house, whenever I do readings for people, I always tell them that sex magic would probably be something that they would reap a lot of benefits from because this has such a sexual tie to it. And also with it being like the occult and like your power and manifestation and that kind of stuff too, I could just see how that may be something that would help bring your manifestations along, especially if you have Mars in this house or uh, Mars in this house. You've got Mars in this house. (laughs) Thanks. It came right, to me beautiful. and I didn't need it to I say really it. liked it. Yeah. That was <laughs> I really liked it a lot. Me All too. right. So, what do I need to do? Because I got Mars in this house. Sex I got magic. Mars. I'm just. Ooh. I have my moon. My Leo moon is in this house. Oh, that's psychic right there. Let's the find moon. out what that means. All right. The All moon right. in the in the eighth is psychic for sure. All right. I think we should maybe do. Tell me if you don't want to do this. 
but I'll just read these. And then I want Teresa, you to just tell me what the fuck it's missing. Okay. Because okay. these are missing things. Tab you yeah. too. I'll just read through okay, these Okay, doke. All right. Yep. Sun in the eighth house. Planet of vitality. And it's not a planet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're philosophical and have deep insights. You strive for self-improvement. You may benefit from inheritance or from money through a marriage partner. There is a possibility of achieving fame near the end of your life or after death. The good point, you make pride in, you take pride in relationships. The bad point, you may suffer the early loss of a father or a husband. Damn. Shit. Damn, indeed. I feel like that was a pretty decent description. The only thing that I would add to it is with having the son in that house, I can't do it again. With yeah. having the sun. in the house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With the sun being in that house, I would say that that shines a light on your magical abilities and your ability to create things and your manifesting abilities and also can be a potential psychic placement depending on the zodiac sign your sun is in. But also mm -hmm. because it is just a naturally psychic house with the sun being there, you could just imagine it shining a light Brightening on those up. things. Yeah. Right. It was, it, I I just wanted to add, I thought this was what interesting. Here. It says, you may also gain through an inheritance or insurance and possibly through a partner, but putting too much faith in someone else's abilities rather than developing your own can have a negative financial impact. Um, you may That's be, wow. what'd you say? Well, I was saying because it says on here you may benefit from inheritance from money through a part or a marriage partnership, but like that's that extra point that should probably be added into this. And then it says, yeah, you may be may become involved in handling another person's, whether that's a friend, parent, or relative, uh, funds at some point, or do that regularly throughout your career. Some people with the th son in the eighth house insist on absolute control of partnership or family funds, much to the detriment of the relationship. Hmm. Which was, mm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So they're the the ones that protect the money. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is we need to bring the legacy, these two right? books together. Together, yes. All right. And have a and make them have a baby and yeah. have the baby. <laughs> yeah. Be All right. I'm gonna book. read the. Okay. I'm gonna read Moon, and then you add in what Llewellyn has that this book didn't cover. Some extra. And then. And then cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're working on it, guys. You know, we're yeah, we're getting we're getting it down. It's only yeah. the we're only three quarters of the way through. Yeah. <laughs> and every episode has been so different. Like the first one, I don't think we. I think we just like read a little bit from the book. We didn't read the planets, and then the second one, we read the planets, and then the you know, I don't know. I just we're feel like it keeps we're getting our next time. We're going to read the planets and the signs. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, this is me, the moon in the eighth house, uh, the planet of emotions and instincts. You are a deeply sensitive person with a talent for healing. You have Facts. strong power. Can I read? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you? No, I can't. <laughs> no. Right. Thank you for the compliment. I had to deflect with sarcasm. Anyway, you're <laughs> um, you are a deeply sensitive person with a talent for healing. You have strong powers of suggestion. You are interested in questions about death and the afterlife and quite possibly have psychic ability that you can use in a practical way. You are highly responsive sexually, 
finances may be unsettled because of marriage or inheritance. I don't get that. Unsettled. Fuck you. Good point. <laughs> you can guide others in a spiritual way. Bad point. May suffer the early loss of a mama or a wife. I don't like that. So you're out of time. I lost my grandma. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you did spend a lot of time with her. So a that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours say that I didn't, that this one didn't cover? This one's a lot. This one's a little bit longer. So I'm just reading. I like the moon in the eighth house, even though a lot of people are scared of the eighth house because of the whole death, regeneration, transformation, Scorpio vibe that it has. But I really just love to look at it as a place to really stand in your power. And I feel like with the moon being here, it does add that layer of sensitivity, but it also helps with seeing things that other people don't see. So where that connects with the psychic abilities and things like that is really interesting. And also with giving you a talent for having the ability to maybe speak to people from beyond the grave, you know? So I like the moon in the eighth, even though it can bring a lot of emotional transformation. The moon is already an emotional place. So it kind of just puts an exclamation point on that and allows you to take that power of transformation and help other people with it versus sitting and wallowing in it, which can be also the moon in the eighth house, depending on how you decide to use your power. Yeah. Right. When it was saying that the money was unsettled, the, the unsettled, I think it kind of, it does kind of touch on that. It says uh, money matters. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> money <laughs> matters. Fuck. Shit <laughs> up. Money matters fluctuate with this moon position. So by accepting that change is the norm, you actually encourage more of life's abundance to flow your way. Security is just as much of a state of mind as it is dollars and cents. Your sixth sense can be an asset here in terms of career earnings and benefits and investments when matched with facts and figures. And then again, you may gain financially through a family inheritance or partnership. They're just trying to pimp me out. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Mercury. There's the some planet. Moon. Sorry. <laughs> mercury, mercury just doesn't work with the mercury. No, mercury. No. That's what I was saying. <laughs> you said that they were trying to pimp you out. So that's what I was Mercury. Mercury in the eighth house. You have a penetrating mind. Not a good enough time to use the word penetrate. <laughs> Tab your face was just perfect. <laughs> I said penetrate, and you were like, excuse me? I mean, like it's the, the perfect house to talk about penetration. <laughs> the eighth house is all about penetration. It's all about penetrating. Penetration and regeneration. Yep. Um, you have a penetrating mind and look for some way to communicate your insights. You have a talent for research and analysis. Money comes to you through other people or a marriage partner. I'm done. I'm going to throw this book. <laughs> there may be insurance or legal problems. Good point. Ability to see into human motivation. Bad point. May suffer the early death of a relative. So I just all the death. There's things. a lot of death. A lot well, of this, like, early deaths of like things. Really, just leaning into the fact of like the eighth house being the house of death. Like, yeah, no mm. shit. There's a lot of death. We're all gonna die. All good yeah. things decay. Like, why are you? Like, yeah, everyone is gonna probably lose a parent at some point. Yeah, yeah at some point. Yep. Most people are gonna lose a parent. Yeah. Anyway, well, sorry. Well, where I would put, where I would put this for 
tapping into your psychic powers is with Mercury being there, I feel like it gives more of a easy way to communicate. Communicate, yeah. With the the beyond. Yeah. And really connect to like that, what is it, claircognizance? Mm-hmm. Is clear hearing? Or no, clairaudience. Audience, yeah. I feel like this is maybe where clairaudience would come in. And even though it's hearing, it allows you to get clear messages through having it in this house. It it benefits your communication with your higher self and things of that nature. Like, I really like to look at the eighth house for manifesting, which it doesn't really come up a lot in astrology. But in my opinion, with it being the house of the occult and where your powers live, like this is where the manifestations at least start, in my opinion. So... Mm. With having Mercury in the eighth house, I feel like it gives you the ability to communicate not only with your higher self, but also with ghosts. I also think like there's such an opportunity here with the eighth house, eighth house and the planet placements to Mm -hmm. try to figure out what kind of occult-esque thing you could be into. Right. True. Like this could literally be a guiding way of going, okay, what do I want to do? You know, I want to try something different. I want to try something new. Look at your eighth house placement. What does that make you think of? Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Like, what tool? Absolutely. What divination practice? Yeah. Was there anything extra mm-hmm. in Mercury? To- <laughs> just the, uh, just the end sentence. I'm just going to, some people with Mercury in the eighth house hold grudges sometimes for years as they wait and Await an opportunity to seek revenge. Oh my goodness. I respect it. <laughs> I just <laughs> it was it was all pretty similar except for that one sentence. And I was like, oh shit. I'm ready to seek revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you pissed off somebody you with my Mercury in the Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Emilio Montoya. There it is. I couldn't think of his name. I forgot what his name was. He is a Mercury in the eighth house. One hundred percent. How he many Mercuries are his... there? Because he has all of them. In the he probably also has his son in the in the eighth house because it's the loss of his father. All mm-hmm. of his plants. All, all of his planets are in the eighth house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said all of his plants. I don't know what's going on today, but <laughs> I can't talk. I would like to have an eighth house with a lot of plants. Yeah, I'd like eight houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. An eighth house yeah. with a lot of plants. I'd be there. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, yeah. I'd do that. That's my that's my eighth house. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, plant my eighth one. Yeah. <laughs> where's where's two through seven? Uh, just don't worry about, about it. it. That's my eighth don't one. Worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry about it. All right, Venus. All right. Planet of love. Tell me yeah. about myself. Me too. Tell us about ourselves. You are intense about sexual involvement and look for fulfillment in them. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Way to fucking call me out real quick. (laughs) You asked for it. You are luckily to inherit money from a loved one or a marriage partner or to gain from a career advancement of someone who loves you. Circumstances surrounding your death promise to be peaceful. Well, thank Good goodness. Thank Sexual you. relationships tend to be harmonious. Bad point. Uh, laxness and reluctance to handle responsibilities. Wow. Wow. That's rude. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing good about that. <laughs> what was no, good there was nothing. That? What, what does this one say? 
Okay, this one sounds nice. You're going to inherit money. You're going to get, or, but it's also, this is one of the first ones where it says, oh, wait, never mind. It's all still about other people. (laughs) Inherit money from a loved one or a marriage partner or gain from a career advancement of someone who loves you. I don't get, I don't like this. I'm spiraling. (laughs) Spiraling. All right, come on. Let's, yeah. I'm, I'm pissed. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see what this I'm just going to read it. Joint resources are generally favorable when Venus is in the eighth house. You can benefit through a partner's money, inheritance, or insurance, as well as your own high income potential. All right. There we go. There we go. We got it. All right. Woo. Fuck these men. You make your own (laughs) magic, bitches. Some people with Venus in the eighth house choose a mate for status and money as much as, or sometimes more than, for love. Mm. This placement can also indicate intense emotions, possessiveness, and jealousy. Mm-hmm. You can run up considerable debt if you're an extravagant free spender. Oh. Save first, <laughs> budget, and plan for the future. Allow yourself an occasional self-indulgent splurge. A career in the financial arena such as banking, investments, or fundraising might interest you. I felt called out about on that one too, but a that little was- nicer. Yeah, it was a little little bit. bit. That was like a that was a little bit of a honey roast. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I think Venus in the eighth definitely brings that prosperity your way, that potential prosperity through relationships. But it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic relationships. It could be partnerships and things of that nature. Also, when it comes to the occult, with Venus being there, I feel like it really brings creativity and like um yeah creativity and different types of art and things of that nature passion to Mm. to that house and allows you to be creative in your occult practices which i find interesting because to me tabitha that shows me your teas and like the intention that you put into them and and all of that stuff oh Right? Does, yeah. I didn't think of it like that. And the aesthetics and things like that, because mm. Leo is very aesthetic as well. I love well. a good aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I do. That's your Libra moon mm. and your Leo placements. Mm. Loving a good aesthetic. Aesthetic. A good okay. aesthetic. <laughs> Mars. 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 Here we go. Energy and assertiveness. Yeah. You are passionate about life and have a strong sex drive. You're attracted to the occult, also to medicine and the healing arts. There may oh, be wow. Compens- oh. Look at me getting called out. Oh. <laughs> Cute. Okay. All right. There may be conflicts in your family over wills or legacies. Good point. Powerful and brilliant researcher. Bad point. You need to protect yourself against financial losses because I'm an extravagant partner. <laughs> I'm the partner. me. I'm the extravagant. I need to protect me from myself. So it literally says, me. "Oh, so it could be your other Gemini side." All right, I, I get that. But like, yeah, I literally, I said, I heard, I said the words "extravagant partner," and then I just laughed because I just thought Anthony, and I was like, I just no, he's not. His Virgo placements refuse. I'm sure he's extravagant in the things that he loves. Doesn't he have like bougie jerseys and shit? He 
he has like three and he wore them until there were holes in them and then right, had to buy practical. new ones. Right. <laughs> it, didn't make, it didn't make sense. I was trying to make it make sense so that you didn't have to carry that weight of being the extravagant. He does want a giant excavator. So there's his bouginess. He wants an excavator for no it's fucking there. reason. Or a bulldozer. He wants it's one there. of those too. It's there. <laughs> but impractical things. And yeah. Practice things that he can use. That's his bouginess. Mm -hmm. So with Mars, this is where the the real strong sex magic I feel like comes in because Mars is very much ruled by passion and sex drive and things like that. So I feel like with having Mars in this house, Mars in this house, Mars in this house, that focusing on sex magic maybe something that'll be beneficial to you and sex magic mm. doesn't always have to be with a partner mm. so there's also that you can, there is also that you can do it yourself folks mm -hmm. DIY sex magic <laughs> <laughs> DIY look it up on Pinterest you'll find a bunch of things <laughs> DIY DIY uh, sex magic you probably will too yeah, yeah. Know, it's really upsetting. You can find DIY not, everything but, on Pinterest. Know, yeah, it's probably hilarious. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> look it up. What about your book tab? Does it have anything additional? It says that it's it's only natural that you take charge of joint resources and family finances. Uh, even if it's okay with your mate, it's still smart to discuss and compromise on budgeting, savings, major expenditures, and other money matters. You can be impulsive with spending and credit. Overall, you have above average financial potential, although some people feel some people with this placement feel they're owed a fat paycheck rather than having to earn it. Uh, your excellent research skills are a plus in decision making regarding investments and in shopping for the best prices and interest rates. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just going to go get called out. <laughs> that's funny. That's good, though. That is. That's. Damn. Well, you do always make sure you have the best deal, and that's important. I do. I do. I research everything, and I don't spend, I don't like to pay for shit. Yeah, that's okay. I'm getting called out. <laughs> but also, then well, who's the extravagant partner? Well, Tabitha is still me because I will still spend money, but I look for deals when I'm doing it. All right. But I would like, I, I just, okay, never mind. I just want Anthony okay. to be extravagant partner because I just imagine him with like a feather bow around his neck. <laughs> like that's what I want. That's really, it's extravagance and just like personality. That's what I want. Nice. His, uh, his extravagance is going to be in the, oh, he got offered a job. He got a job offer. Nice. And it's at a company that is rebuilding and really wants him to move up through the ranks pretty quickly. Yay. So cool. Uh, but yeah, so his uh, big bouginess is going to be in his truck that he gets. Nice. Because he can yeah. actually have a truck and not have to spend $8 million on gas every day. Nice. Yeah. Jupiter in the eighth. All right. What was it? Oh. You <laughs> tend to have an optimistic and healthy attitude towards life and death and an abundant sex drive. You'll probably enjoy financial gain through inheritance or marriage. Ugh. Jupiter <laughs> in promises easy and peaceful conditions at your death. Good point. Your philosophy of life can inspire others. Bad point. Possibility of wasting other people's money. Mm. 
Yeah. So, Tabitha, you're just a freak, huh? Uh, apparently. Jupiter, <laughs> Mars, <laughs> Venus, they're all just like, yeah, uh, listen, get it. <laughs> listen, that's funny. But also, I feel like Jupiter being in this house can also point to success financially for using your occult powers and skills. Mm-hmm. And we got some pretty can... good placements for this podcast. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. And I feel like with Jupiter also being in that house, just financially in, in general, it can bring abundance your way for sure. And also something else that I like with Venus and Jupiter, both saying that I'm going to have a peaceful death. I'm, I'm I like that too. That. <laughs> I'm yeah. on board for that. <laughs> Listen, you I don't want to die. are going to die together, holding hands, asleep. asleep. That's what That'd we're going to do. That's how we're going to go. Cute. It's going to be peaceful. I just imagined us like on the Titanic, that couple that's like spooning yep. in the bed yep. before they yep. die. Oh, <laughs> Although that's, that's not peaceful at all. That's, no, that's terrifying. It's probably the worst thing, but it was a peaceful moment. It's the most in, peaceful thing that happened on that is during true. that time in the, in the movie because I doubt that that actually happened. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just uh, for for mine. It just says you're generous. Uh, most people with this placement are attuned to generosity partly because they understand a basic principle. What goes out comes back many times over. Education Cute. can increase your overall lifetime earnings. You also excel at research and finding the knowledge and information that you need. So I'm a sexy researcher. Ooh, You're a librarian. librarian. Libra- <laughs> sexy librarian. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. All right, Saturday in the eighth house. house. <laughs> All right, now we're now we're out of. It. I'm leaving. Well, I'm here. I'm here. For not calling. Not calling me out anymore. Listen, my kidding. Capricorn rising loves a good sexy librarian aesthetic. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to get those shoulder pads. Get it, shoulder girl. Pads. Shoulder pla- pads and elbow elbow, elbow. pads. Yeah. Patches. Elbow patches. Saturn, you take responsibility for others and may become involved in their financial affairs. You are inclined to be somewhat inhibited sexually or to have difficulty expressing yourself emotionally in sex. Saturn in the eighth house usually indicates that you will live until a ripe old age, till you're a ripe old grape. Mm. Which means you're going to be a raisin. A A raisin. raisin. (laughs) Good point. You are careful about putting aside money to protect loved ones. Bad point. Difficulties over property matters or inheritances. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Zaddy yeah. just coming in and teaching all the lessons mm-hmm. about money. Teaching all the money lessons, the responsibility lessons, the opening up sexually lessons. But he will let you live till a ripe old age. Until you're until a you're a grape. Or yeah. Yeah, it's gonna they're gonna give you all these lessons. It's <laughs> gonna give you all these lessons and mm. he's gonna make sure. That Rue keeps interrupting me. <laughs> and also that you're going to live long to just keep learning lessons. He's just going to keep fucking with you till you are a raisin. <laughs> yeah. Rue agrees. Rue. Thank you, Rue. I appreciate your input. What a bitch. <laughs> literally. She's literally a bitch. I know. A female girl. dog. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Literally. Wow. <laughs> 
Okay, I don't have really anything. It just says that you could be says you or your partner or both of you are thrifty and financially conservative, but you might also be downright cheap with an austerity mentality. Live a little, denying yourself at least some of the pleasures money can buy is less than you deserve. So strive to keep finances in perspective. And finances, you, realistically, you can expect joint resources to increase later in life. Mm. So there yeah, you go. Happy, a happy, happy lesson learning raisin. Mm. There mm. you go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, anything you you got to add, Teresa? Saturn? No, I, I just think that with Saturn there, that wherever Saturn is in your chart is where your lessons are going to be. So yeah. with Saturn being there, it's just learning the lessons of what works Daddy. best for you and what what decisions are made and how to break patterns. And I feel like for finances and stuff, it could teach you how to to really be a successful person financially, but also it could put you down into a hole. So it's all about the decisions that you make and along the way to become the the more successful person. Mm. Word. All right. Uranus. Yours. Yours. (laughs) My anus. (laughs) My anus is a planet of change and originality. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts. Yeah. Mm. My anus has an unusual outlook on life and death and possibly an interest in the mystical. Uh, Sexual tastes or involvements are likely to be unconventional. (laughs) You may receive sudden financial benefits from unexpected sources. Good point. You feel responsibility for others. Bad point. Risk of loss through business deals. Mm. My anus has your anus has some things to say. Apparently, yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I I think with Uranus being there, the biggest thing, like it said in there, does give you the possibility for mysticism being involved. And even though Uranus is the planet of unexpected change, people tend to forget sometimes that that also includes miracles happening. So I feel like that's really a good placement for healers too, to Mm -hmm. help move around the energy and bring abundance into people's lives. Cool. This this is just saying, play the lottery and always read the fry and print in loan documents and consumer credit applications. Those government lists of unclaimed funds, check them out. There you go. (laughs) Unexpected money, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Get that money, honey. Um, Neptune, planet of spirituality and illusion. Mm. Mm. Psychic. You are something of a visionary and seek to give your life more meaning. You may be gifted as a medium or possess strong ESP powers. Finances that you share with a marriage partner are a source of trouble or confusion. Good point, an idealistic desire to help others in need. Bad point, may suffer disappointment or be deluded in a sexual relationship. Mm. Damn. Just DIY, you know? DIY. (laughs) DIY sex magic. Yeah. Yeah, Neptune definitely points to having psychic abilities in that house, depending on what zodiac sign it's in your powers or abilities can just be concentrated in a specific area Mm. so for let's let's say for example if it's like sagittarius i feel like 
Sagittarius is very open and um, connected to higher self and higher knowledge and wisdom and things of that nature. If somebody has like a Capricorn Neptune, I feel like that could probably tap into very knowing how to do things like business wise, like things like that. Like, so depending on what sign it's in, you may find that you just have this initial knowing and intuition for certain things, depending on what zodiac sign it is, if that makes sense. Mm. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. It says get in the habit of protecting personal information and regularly checking your credit report for errors. Be sure your home and property are adequately insured. And your active sixth sense can be an advantage in money matters, including investments. And if you're creative, you could be highly paid for your skills or talents. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> I fucking love her. Have you ever everybody's, seen those TikTok everybody's videos? Everybody's so creative. I oh, will have to send you one. Okay. Right. <laughs> Pluto in the eighth Pluto. house. Planet Pluto. of transformation. In the planet of death and rebirth. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a strong drive towards achievement combined with a need to analyze what you do. You are dominant and passionate in your sexual nature. Pluto is a house in this house indicates that your death will be of public concern. Well, oh my God. <laughs> Good point. You're going to you be okay? remembered. Yeah. You're going to be remembered. Mm. You okay? Jesus. Good point. Self-reliant and resourceful. Bad point. Prone towards developing unhealthy obsessions. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Creepy. What you got to add? All I have to add to that is that Pluto also is very psychic for me because uh, I just feel like the transformation aspect of it allows you to go through things in life that tighten your intuition. So I feel like having Pluto there, even though it is a transformational planet in a transformational house, can bring some extra support. I lessons mm-hmm. your way. It also brings mm-hmm. the support as well. Yeah, like what a miss, Joanna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah, a this miss one, here. Yeah, this one's actually bringing. It says like you could be psychic in one of them. So that's, yeah, you could yeah. be, but it says that. Uh, you have the talent to transform what others see as junk into something useful. And this this ability can manifest in everything from home improvement to finances to job tasks. Nice. And it's a, you have a unique inventive perspective. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. God. Right. Everyone that has Pluto in the not eighth. And some people that shouldn't be creative, like the people yeah. that she talks about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't be creative. <laughs> Ten. All right. No, nine. 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 Sorry. Nine. The ninth house. The ninth house. The Sagittarius skip. house. See now, Sagittarius Sag people can be. House. With Sagittarian people can be upset that you forgot them. Like you were. Yeah. Sag- I forgot. I, my my Sag rising is upset with myself. <laughs> Fair. And your Libra moon gets it. That's just, yeah. That's your Libra moon's <laughs> I understand. fault. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, ninth house. This is the house of mental exploration and long distance travel. The ninth house can be thought of as a widened, a widening of the third house. Study, travel, and mental pursuits are expanded in the ninth house onto a much wider plane. This is the house of the higher mind. Under its domain are higher education, philosophy, and the study in depth of profound subjects. Long journeys of both the mind and the physical body are controlled by this house. 
It concerns actual it concerns actual travel to foreign lands and business interests in other countries. It governs the meeting of foreigners who expand your way of thinking and also the study of languages. The Ninth House rules your public expression of ideas and is therefore the house of publishing and literacy effort. Mm. I have my sun and Mercury in the Ninth House. Mm. It is also the house of spirituality and religion and things of that nature. So I feel like this is also another place where you can find psychic abilities and yeah, it's mental exploration. Right. Yeah. Oh, I have my moon. My moon and leave mm-hmm. in the night too. I'll tell you about yourself soon. Yeah. Roast me again. Let's go. Well, first going to roast Teresa moon. with the sun. Yeah. Yeesh. Roaster. Let's go. Roasted. There's a sun in this house. Uh, Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, you, you enjoy seeing new places and exploring new ideas. You are a person who stands up by your word and tends to be idealistic. You may spend a good deal of time traveling abroad. Good point. You believe in and pursue an education. The bad point may become fanatical about your ideas. Yeah. And I also think that I really learn a lot when I'm traving. Yeah. Wherever I go, I always love to really just dive into what it's about where I am Mm -hmm. and really immerse myself in the places, people, places and things in the area that I'm in. So that definitely makes sense to me. Also, with the sun being here, I feel like that does also point to my ability to be a teacher and it kind of uh, shines a light on that ability to explain things to people, especially with my Mercury also being here as well. Yep. This called you out too. So knowledge is your main motivation in life. In some way, formally or informally, you learn something every day and probably have a long mental list of topics you hope to explore someday. This could take several lifetimes. And we were just talking in the beginning. <laughs> I want to look at uh, <laughs> human design. and <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, yep, for sure. All right. Fun. Fun, 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 fun. All right, Tab, your turn. All right, my turn. Roast me again. Here we go. Moon, you have a receptive, imaginative mind capable of delving into philosophical ideas. You're attracted by the unknown. In your work, you may delve into history or the past. At some point in your career, you are likely to benefit from in-laws or relatives of a person that you marry. Good point. You will have happy experiences on voyages or travel. Bad point. Tendency to be vague, dreamy, and impractical. Mm. okay not that bad no that was nice i feel like you are very attracted to the unknown i am i could see that even though it drives you crazy sometimes it does drive me fucking crazy (laughs) with being in libra it's like oh i want to know all about the unknown but i'm going to explore all of it and then i'm gonna take 17 years to make a decision (laughs) on it exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm. what aspects of the unknown do i not know Mm. <laughs> it's fucked up. Never that's know. not my thought. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What parts and of this do I not know? What is what is what yeah, okay. And with moon being so much about the moon being so much about intuition, once again, another psychic placement in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fair. Fair. All right, Mercury. Mercury in the ninth house, the planet of the mind. Uh the mind. you are alert. And mine, you're alert and adaptable, quick to establish rapport with new people. Yours is an exploratory nature. My goodness, words. Interested in gaining further knowledge. During your middle years, you may travel a great deal, both for your health and your work. Good point. 
mentally advanced, bad point, inclined to be a meddlesome and to make some promises too readily. Mm. I definitely overpromise. Mm. <laughs> I definitely overpromise things sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's just because I, I don't mean to overpromise. about it. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, shit. I'd rather be sleeping on my couch for the next 37 years than yeah. <laughs> be working myself to death. <laughs> but, yeah. So with Mercury being here, I feel like it definitely gives somebody the ability to be a good teacher. Somebody that is able to give their knowledge of the things that they learn to other people. And I really like the quick to establish rapport because mm-hmm. it's it's all about how can I connect deeply with everybody around me. Yeah. That's a very Sagittarius thing, uh, mm-hmm. wanting to know everybody's story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is this says, yeah, basically the same thing. Like you're you it says higher education attracts you and you may have several advanced degrees in addition to being a perpetual student in the classroom or on your own. But you're also a natural teacher and step into that role with ease, either professionally or informally with friends and colleagues. Cool. Word. Yeah. That's definitely you. Thanks. Yeah. You are so welcome. (laughs) And so nice. Uh, Venus in the ninth. So you have a warmth and understanding for people from different backgrounds. You're open to new ideas and experiences. Chances are good that you will receive some kind of honor in your life. You may possibly be married abroad or marry a foreigner. Good point is high ideals. Bad point, you long for the unattainable. Mm. Mm. The constant search. For the unattainable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty much. All right. Yeah, I also look at that. they're on the same page for once. I also like the the possibility of being married abroad because I feel like with Venus being so focused on love and things of that nature, and the ninth house being so focused on travel. exploration mm-hmm. and travel, it's kind of like you fall in love in all of the places that you go to. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like love with a partner, but maybe when you travel, there are certain places that like you just leave your heart there, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I feel like that's also a thing as well. Oh. The the one thing that I'll say is that it says justice, equality, and spirituality are prominent themes in your life. Mm-hmm. So there's like a strong need for justice and equality. Yeah, yeah I definitely feel like Venus, it, that's like the Taurus part of Venus. I mean, Libra too. Yeah. The, the, dip, the diplomacy and all of that. But yeah, that makes sense for sure. Cool. Uh, Mars. Mars. You are independent in thought and open to change. You enjoy travel and adventure. You will fight for your convictions. You seek out experiences because you want to live life to the fullest. Good point. You will gain an honor or financially through higher education. And bad point is can be headstrong and uh, fanatical about ideas. It's another mm. wow. another fanatic. So so fanatical in this house. Mm-hmm. Fanatical. Got some fans in this house. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it says that there's compromise. Compromise is seldom an option, so that kind of plays right along. Yeah, right along yeah. with that. Yeah, because Mars mm-hmm. is very much focused on like work ethic and things of that nature. So I mm-hmm. feel like with Mars in this house, <laughs> it <laughs> is very focused on continuing that higher education and higher ideas and learning and all of that stuff for sure. Cool. True adventure, you Emily emulate an ancient conqueror in the modern day world seeking new experiences and information I dig it. wow 
Wow. Jet wow. setter type trend thing. Yeah. Jet trend setter. Thing. Never been better. Exactly. <laughs> Jupiter. <laughs> Jupiter, you have strong principles, are adventurous and optimistic. Travel and education open new doors for you and may lead to monetary gain. <gasps> That's a first nice. one. Yay. Nice. You have flair for languages or an ability to express yourself well. I don't know where that came from. But <laughs> Good point. Foreign places and or people contribute to your success. Bad point. Can be arrogant and self-righteous. Mm. So this mm. is the Sagittarius house. So with Jupiter being in there, it's like extra luck. Exclamation yeah. point. Jupiter loves this place. Mm. And it allows you to expand in all of those areas of your life, not only monetarily, but like it said, also through adventure and optimism and maybe some rosy colored glasses from time to time. But with yeah. those rosy colored glasses, it actually can bring you to a place of finding the success that you need right. in your life. Fair. Yeah. This one just says it, uh, it says a highly defined code of ethics and you expect others to have the same and you have literal tolerance for people that don't. Mm. Word. Yeah. All right. Saturn. Daddy. Daddy. So, Daddy in the ninth. You are thoughtful and contemplative and have a desire to learn. You delve seriously into questions of philosophy, faith, or religion. Contacts with foreigners are beneficial in your life especially with older people. Good point. Idealistic principles. Bad point. Obstacles or limitations to receiving an education. Mm. That's rude. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. like financially you yeah. can't have it or something of that nature. But I can also look at that as maybe having some like mental struggles as well in order to not be able to really concentrate or be able yeah. to take in information the way that other people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says that many people with this placement travel only reluctantly or when necessary. Mm. So, and you could take responsibility for your in-laws and affairs at some point. Oh, yeah. interesting. There you go. Uranus, yours. Uranus, my anus. My mm -hmm. anus has an independent mind. <laughs> <laughs> and seeks to widen its intellectual horizons. <laughs> oh wow! Sorry, it's a You're lot right. of information, Rachel. <laughs> I to read this as as if it's my butt. <laughs> you may be known for your unorthodox views or interests in unusual branches of study. Opportunities for travel may come up suddenly, or you may experience exciting events in foreign countries. Good point. Adventurous and open to new experiences. Bad point. Inclined to be rebellious. Mm, yeah but. uranus loves to be rebellious for sure my anus does like, like to be rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like in this house of travel and intellect and all of that stuff i could see how rebellion and revolution and all of that stuff could happen like sagittarius is definitely fanning the flames of the revolution you know mm-hmm mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going along with that. It says injustice goes against all of your beliefs and as does e inequality. Although your personal code of ethics might be somewhat unusual, you won't bend on those two principles and are intolerant of anyone who disagrees. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. people up in the streets. Yeah. They got all the beef. <laughs> all the beef. France is your Uranus in the ninth right now and I'm here for it. Mm. <laughs> you know? Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, Neptune. 
Neptune. You are drawn to deeper concerns in life, perhaps mystical or philosophical questions. That word, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Uh, you have imagination and insight and probably make a fine teacher or counselor. Oh, uh, hmm. There may be complications or difficulties in traveling abroad. Good point is you're visionary and idealistic. Bad point, a tendency to be disconnected with your lot. Mm. So kind of just pushing things to the side and being like, I don't see it. It's not there. It's not there. <laughs> Let's put those rosy colored glasses back on and move on through it. But also with Neptune being in this house, uh, once again, very psychic placement for sure. Mm. Gives you that deep, that deep search for the answers of life. Mm. How Fair. deep is your love? Yeah. How deep is your love? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I liked I like this. It says travel possibly on or near water touches your soul and recenters you. Aww. I like that. Cute. That was I cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. Pluto. Pluto. There's Pluto's in this house. There's Pluto's in this house. Um, How many toes? Plu. Plu. Plu you have an urge to discover the truth and perhaps change things for the better. You take an intense interest in other cultures and in different religions and philosophies. Travel and foreign people may affect you deeply. Good point. A desire for deeper understanding. Bad point. You try to impose your visions onto others. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pluto's like, listen, bitch, my way or the highway. Mm. Kind of. And it's a lot of pressure. That you're, you have the urge to discover the truth and perhaps change things for the better. That's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. Listen, Pluto in the ninth house, people. Just try your best, all right? We would love it you're if you found something that could change the things. But we can give that to AI and just let, let that. You can give that gift. Hand it over to AI. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This says you have the power to initiate ethical change for society or an individual basis by sharing your knowledge and encouraging others to strive for high standards. Also, travel can be life-changing through exposure to other cultures. Sweet. I like Boom. that. A little bit. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice for Pluto. Good job, Pluto. <laughs> All right. So those are the houses. The next three houses, seven through mm -hmm. nine. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. that there was a lot of uh, a lot of fuckery in between, but we hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed that. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of fuckery. <laughs> We're gonna oh, fuck so around. Funny. We're gonna fuck yeah. shit up. Yeah. 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 That's being creative. Yeah. We got it. We got a Patreon, guys. We do. We do. We do have a Patreon, and, and a on that Patreon, we have uh, monthly forecasts. Mm -hmm. We have planetary workings. Mm -hmm. We have the announcement of our lives, which we do have a Patreon live coming up this Wednesday, the 22nd, but this episode will be out on Thursday. So hope you guys enjoyed the live. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you future selves are okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a tour coming up the very tour. soon. Yes. With the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Yes. Two nights in Philly, the uh, April 15th and April 16th. It'll be uh, the 15th is Emo Night. The 16th is Western Night, where you could see Rachel rocking her. Yeah! Oh, sorry. That was, I'm sure, really horrible. Anyway, Listen, 
I don't even they know all know. Be edited. I don't think any of that can be edited. Yeah. <laughs> they know. They know about us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next two week, the next weekend is the twenty second is Paranormal mm-hmm. Night at the Modern Druid in Nyack, New York, mm-hmm. and the Sunday the twenty third is Prom Night. Mm-hmm. Fancy, at, fancy. At the Manor Mill in Mon Monk Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. It's, Baltimore. it's like right Baltimore. Baltimore. It's Baltimore. It's I really Baltimore want someone County. to show up in like one of those duct tape dresses. Mm, please do. Yeah. Everyone's so creative, right? Everybody's so, so creative. creative. <laughs> I got it. I haven't even watched it yet. I, yeah, funny. Part. I got it. Everybody's um, so creative. It has to be a hot pink one, though. It does. Mm, hot pink duct tape dress, please. That's what I want. I want someone to make like a like a prom dress with washi tape, but also it's okay. You don't need to do that. You can come dress up in your pajamas because really in reviewing my prom, it probably would have been nicer to like be in my pajamas the whole time. Go in pajamas. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to wear pajamas and a crown. Nice. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Comfy. Mm -hmm. Probably not. All right. My Leo movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The attention's there. You can get your tickets at anahataspurpose.com slash tour. Also, as Rachel mentioned earlier, the tickets for Anahata's Purpose are now on sale as well. So get those while you can. They're already a quarter of the way through. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they have- do have the PayPal paying for, just to let everyone oh. know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, yeah, I saw a bunch of people hop on and they bought their Anahata's ticket mm-hmm. and their Jim and Jupe ticket. Yeah. And they've been doing the, there you the go. PayPal paying for. Yeah. Wow. It's an option. It's an option. That's awesome. I'm here for you That's guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For shoresies. Yeah. We will also be raffling off tickets soon. Yeah. Too. We should that do. is a whole last thing. Peace up. Okay. A-Town down. A-Town down. I hope they learn. Astro hoes. Astro hoes. Out. In this house. In the house. <laughs> If you man, there's some astro hoes in this house. There is. I like it. All right. All right. Goodbye. Peace. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. Maz. Maz. The planet of energy and assertiveness. You are highly, you are a highly independent individual and won't give up. Wait, I'm sorry. Starting over.